0: But the captains have had their say on the season. They've had to answer all the questions that Tim's now going to answer because people wait for this every single year. I um, do. You you give your answers. Set their it, clocks by. It. And, and then I will let you know what the captains are thinking, okay? Mm-hmm. So your top eight, please. Here it is. Pen's ready. Top eight.
1: My top eight, uh, no particular – do you want to order or do you want just the top eight teams? Order. Order. Uh, Melbourne, Geelong, Brisbane, Collingwood, Sydney, Dogs, Richmond – St Kilda.
0: Right. You've got St Kilda in the eight. That would be the one that would have most people yep. raising their eyebrows.
1: Where'd they finish last year? They finished 10th. Yeah. How many wins? 12, uh, 10, 11 wins and 11 losses.
0: Yeah. So who goes out?
1: Uh, who goes out? I think Fremantle goes out.
0: you got Fremantle outside the eight. Yes. That's the West Australian um, news people well, coming Somebody down. has to wrong. miss out. The wisp is Watson declares Fremantle a flashing pan. That's what that yeah, – <laughs> hey, hey, I love your bravery.
1: No, I love the – I love the love, way
0: you go about it.
1: And I love the way that you add to what I say too.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm just doing the headlines on the back of it.
1: Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, who do you, who have you got in the top eight? No,
0: no, I'm asking the questions.
1: Okay, so right. you're not going to answer anything. I'll do
0: them. them. I do them later.
1: You do, you do them about round 23, <laughs> you do them.
0: You know what? I can't – I've got to get Carlton into the eight. I've got Carlton. Why
1: do you want to force them in? Hang on. You haven't I, got Carlton in there. No, I didn't, didn't I? have them in there. Mm. Can I ask you this question? Sure. I don't know whether you're allowed to tell me, but mm. the you got some, you know, your your champion data stuff and uh, your premiership
0: I can't talk about that. No,
1: your premiership window stuff, right? Yes. And I know you've looked at Carlton forensically. Are they there? Yeah. Are they close enough to being thereabouts? Are they on the improve the way they play? Their defensive mechanisms, their attack, close. all the important things. They're How close, close are they?
0: They're close. I'll give you the full detail. I can't access. I know the you can't. I know you can't. Just at the moment, I know you can't. But it's...
1: you've you showed me some stuff which was for my eyes only, and I will not be taking it back. To was very good news for and Geelong, sharing it
0: with anybody. Geelong, Melbourne, and. Sydney
1: supporters 100% But not great news If you're an Essendon fan either When you look at All the reasons right. why They've been poor Over the last few years I've
0: got to get Carlton in So I need to get one out And I'm not sure Who that's going to be, to be uh, Well there's you,
1: always One or two that yeah. Change You know From season to season
0: Alright I'll, I'll keep an eye on the Tigers
1: Are you that. bullish about Fremantle Do you think that they are An absolute yep. certainty Locked to finish top 8 Yep
0: I do I do I like uh, the Jackson boy Who's been at it, is going to help them um, they defend this whether they can score. Well, is going to be yeah. an issue that might
1: still be an issue too. It might be,
0: yeah, because they didn't really address that. They, and Lob, Lob went out. And Jackson's gone going a out.
1: proven goal kicker.
0: Mm. Uh, so that, all right, Wispy says Frio can't score. They're out of the eight. Fair enough. Um, righto, Brownlow.
1: Uh, Brownlow, who I'd Petrarca for Brownlow. I just Brownlow. saw the
0: captains. The captains, seventeen captains have said Brisbane. will make the eight. 16 reckon the Cats and Richmond, fifteen say the Swans and Melbourne. Fremantle got twelve, Collingwood 11. Nine for Carlton. So the, the surprises are the Western Bulldogs. So the, out the captains have sort of dropped off them a bit. Port Adelaide aren't given much chance. Well, five five of the uh, eighteen captains and Gold Coast Suns sink two. So mm-hmm. that for me says the hey. doggies are the ones that the skippers aren't keen on.
1: On your chart, mm-hmm. you're a bit bullish about the Gold Coast Suns too, aren't you? Uh, On your analytics, are you or not? Or?
0: Yeah, I, the numbers, okay, but I'm not. I'm still not convinced about
1: them. Okay, all right. All right, Brownlow? Uh, Brownlow, I just said Petrarca. Oh, did you? Yep. Yeah. So the
0: captains are saying five have nominated uh, Clary, Oliver, mm. three for Brayshaw and Locking Neal, two for the Bont, who's my tip, mm-hmm. Tuke Miller. And then you've got Cripps, Petrarca, Kellum Mills. So they're the ones that have been nominated. Um, yeah, I think Christian Petrarca looks like he's ready to blow up again, doesn't he?
1: Yep. He, he he looks, well, he looks as sharp as he's ever looked. So, in fact, I think he probably even looks a little bit sharper. Send he you, looks a little bit pointier than he's ever looked.
0: You can send through your nominations too as we're chatting through all this. I know most people have already done them, but we, we like to wait till the captains. Um, the Coleman medal.
1: Uh, Coleman medal Um, The Coleman medal I'm thinking I'm thinking Charlie Curnow this year for the Coleman medal Yep
0: Uh, He hasn't been nominated He got nominated once Jeremy Cameron was a popular pick from the skippers He and Tom Lynch both with six nominations Mm. This is an interesting one Nathan Fife, Someone's nominated him Harry Mackay, he'll be in there Jack Gunston Would Jack Gunston be a chance?
1: No has he ever won the Coleman? No. I don't think he
0: has. Tommy Hawkins, Charlie Curnow, and Aaron Norton is the other from the Western Bulldogs. That's from the Skippers.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Ava Rising Star.
1: Uh, mm, I'm going to go with um, – it's going to be – Okay, let me mid- say It's going to be one of the young midfielders. It's going to be Will let, Ashcroft.
0: No, let me take Will Ashcroft out. Okay. So this is like you know betting without the red-hot favourite. So mm. if it's not Will Ashcroft, which of the next group do you like?
1: I really like uh, Mateus Philippou, you know. Oh, yes. Tim, an ex- excellent excellent point. He just looks like a kid that, watching him play against Essendon last week, he just looks like a kid that's just going to play and stand kids, up and play at a very high level yep. from day one.
0: I haven't seen, um, I didn't see all the footy, but of all the ones I watched, he was the one that caught the eye. Finn Callahan caught the eye. Reuben Ginby is a kid from the under-18s last year who I love watching. And mm. they reckon over there in the West, he's just taken all before him. He's mm. been nominated. So Will Ashcroft is the hot pick with eight. Sam Darcy is the only other player that's been nominated twice, and he could easily win it.
1: Uh, Sam Darcy, uh, we learnt yesterday that he's re-signed at the club as well. So he's signed on for another four or five years. That wouldn't have been a very difficult thing to get him to do, given that the old man's on the board, would it? I mean what chance would he have of saying, Oh no, I'm just gonna put off my contractual uh, talks until uh, well, in a couple of years. A lot would, of pressure what, on yeah, you. Particularly what, when dad puts the food on his table every day.
0: Would you not have though, if you were him and his manager, said, Look, I think by round fourteen mm. he stocks may even be higher, given what we expect from him, wouldn't that be then the time to go back to the table? I think the
1: Duke screwed his son. I think he screwed him over. It just depends on how juicy the deal might have been.
0: Oh, you think they might have got the big, big bag anyway?
1: Of course. Maybe. I saw Duke last week. He looked very, very happy and comfortable (laughs) with himself.
0: He's got two nominations. Aaron Cadman. I haven't seen him yet, but he kicked four goals uh, playing in the um, VFL last week. So they're happy with him. Joy Cully from the West Coast Eagles has been nominated. Finn Callahan looked unbelievable for the
1: Giants. He did. Cameron McKenzie looked very good for Hawthorne, too, in that game oh, against should, Collingwood, didn't yep, he? he been, 20, I think he had 24. He had uh, like 11 score involvements yep, or something. Yep. Like really busy. Very polished. Uh, Reuben
0: Gimby's been nominated. Harry Sheasel from North Melbourne. Uh, Judd McVie from Melbourne got a nomination. So he's the mm. young man I told you last week. Played
1: really You good. like him. You like him a lot. At halfback.
0: So um, Marcus Ashcroft. Uh, sorry, Marcus. I say that all the time. Will mm. Ashcroft. Top pick, um, other than your own club, oh, that the AFLW club will reach this year's grand final. So that's the that's the uh, sort of mechanism that has come through from the coach, uh, from the captains. Nothing really, nothing really um, exciting there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, which clubs most likely to reach the grand final? No, and bearing in mind this, so if you want to, how much weight you put on this? No captains picked the eventual Premier Geelong last year. Not, not one of the captains no. did this last year and had Geelong playing in the grand final.
1: It's hard not to think that Melbourne are going to be right up there at the end of the season. Right. And I know that we're talking about pre-season, but sometimes you do take notice of what they're doing in the pre-season. I'm taking notice of what Melbourne are doing and the way that they're playing. So I think they're a lock to be a playing lock. off in the grand final this year. We against two. Um, I reckon, well, at the moment I'm thinking it's either going to be Geelong or it's going to be... I can't see Geelong tumbling. And Brisbane... I think Brisbane have got uh, plenty of scope to improve on last year's performance given the way that they've gone about their recruiting. You know, the most fascinating team, and this is, when you look at the teams that have made the grand final and have been smashed in a grand final, what they do the following year, like we just, we all think, okay, Sydney are a lock, you know, they'll, they'll be a top eight side because they're always a consistent performer. They're going to be an interesting watch, aren't they? If you look at them, would you say, is there any, any, recruiting reason why they should be better than what they were last year?
0: Um, no. So you'd have to say the improvement comes from within, which mm-hmm. is what the best clubs do. And we saw a bit of that, didn't we, with yeah. er- Errol Goulden just yeah. So do you think
1: Errol – okay, let's ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Do you think Errol can take his football to a new level? Well, the- yep, of course. I think I – think the- Millsy, he gave probably as much as you think he's ever going to be able to give last year. Heaney, yep. probably as much. Well, then you got Ollie Florent
0: that can go to another level. you got my man, the number one man in football. Yeah. The Lizard can go to another level. Another level? Braden Campbell can go to another level. Oh, he can, yeah. Really He's, tell- he's, he's
1: the only one so far, I believe. What he about? Go- no, I don't think he can go to another level.
0: Will Hayward could go to another level?
1: No, I don't think he can. Um,
0: Logan McDonald could go to another level. He could, yes, he could. So there's a big upside there. Yep. So Justin McInerney jumped out of his skin last year. That's the sort of play. Like when you say, can Will Haywood become, you know, yeah. he could certainly go. Uh, yeah, Cal Mills plays at the level every time. What pa- can
1: Papley. We... No, he can't go any higher. Buddy?
0: No, he can't go any higher. No.
1: And you'd think you're going to get a diminishing return from Buddy. I'll give you one that
0: they love. This is from, the, this is from inside the camp. Yeah,
1: you know, I know where this has come from. No, you
0: don't. Yes, I do. Angus Sheldrick. Right. Write that name down. Whisk Tell me was, about Angus. He's the number 18 pick last year in the draft and a very, very talented young Western Australian who they love. So put him down. Dylan Stevens, another one that can go to another level. Chad Warner can go to another level.
1: No, he can't. Yeah, Chad Warner. He can't go to another level. Of course he can go to no, another No, he was great last year. He, he, you can't expect much more from Chad Warner than what we saw
0: last year. 11 Can Chad Warner go to another level? He can win the Brownlow medal, Chad Warner.
1: Oh, there you go.
0: <laughs> I don't think that I don't think that's breaki- oh, that, breaki- it, That's not breaking news Wes. Yes it that is seems- There's not
1: one captain Has said that Chad Warner Is a Brownlow contender This year well, Not one captain
0: My other Brownlow Gary
1: Lyon Chad Warner Can win the Brownlow hey, This year Tim, that Well is- that is a big scoop right? no, it's, it's, a ma- not. it's a massive scoop
0: Well I'm happy for you to say But it's not Look at and that The
1: way that I can draw stuff Out of you i tell you who else Could
0: win the Brownlow medal Who can CT Green No LC Green <laughs> El, Lean clean lean, clean Tom Green could win the brown medal. he could uh, he, he could
1: he could surprise a lot of people and win the brown League. I'm I'm with you on that breakfast with Gary and Tim can we go back.
0: A little bit of music for Maxie as he maybe heads down the highway to training or he might be just walking along the beach down there in the morning to Peninsula, one or the other. It's Melbourne Membership Day today. You get extra value. Uh, au. The Skipper of the Demons joins us. Welcome, Maxie.
2: Morning, Gary. Morning, Tim, if you're there somewhere.
0: Ah, so where do we find you this morning uh, on a, oh, a little brisk morning?
2: Uh, parked out in front of Marvel Stadium for, for the great captains, though.
1: Oh
0: yes, oh, it is. Of course, so your, your favourite
2: day. day of the year. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a. I've actually this is my sixth time going, but I've only been captain for four years because Nathan and Jack used to pull out every year. So, <laughs> take us through um, the day, Maxie.
0: Uh, What's involved?
2: Uh, we got a good little breakfast to start um, with the with the committee. Um, normally, Joel lifts um, lifts lifts the captain, and 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 Dyson. They seem to be the two that talk a lot and. Um, without them two there this year I'm, I think I might have to play some sort of role at the committee breakfast um, <laughs> and then there's a few photos and media call in the afternoon
0: That's a very interesting point because um, we we have media days as well for the various media outlets mm. that we work for and there's always one or two that dominates proceedings so yeah, without Joel and Dyson who, who do you think might step up?
2: Well, last year, Gil spoke, and then Joel got up and spoke straight after Gil um, and didn't even ask a question, just sort of um, welcomed all the captains as well. So um, he, he was very good, Joel. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think Danger's probably going to slip straight into that role well, pretty easily. Well, I don't give
0: you
1: should. shot. Nah, no, no, You should uh, – Put, you in his, should, put you him in should, his yeah, box. Yeah, you should put him in his box, <laughs> and you should take control, Maxie. Yeah. And if you were taking control and you were going to make a speech to the other captains,
2: what might you say? Uh, just try and get some sort of rough rules refined, most likely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is it rope? Does it get robust? Do the captains, um, you know, when Gil's there and the doors are shut and he's asking for advice, does it get pretty
2: honest? Uh, it, it has the last couple of years with obviously um, a fair talking point in COVID. So, mm. um, in fact, this this event three years ago was when Nat Fife uh, was the first isolated player and couldn't come to captains. There was a bit going on. So, um, there has been a talking point in the last three years. Maybe it might be a bit easier this this, this this season. Hey, Max, what role did
1: you play in the recruitment of Grundy?
2: Uh, oh, I mean, for my own ego, I like I like to think a lot, but um, I don't I don't actually think I did too much. I think um, the work that Goody, Richo, and Tim Lamb were doing behind the scenes to to talk to Brody and um, make him feel welcome at this club, and then I just played a small role at one of the presentations and. Um, yeah, it's not It's not necessarily a massive change for myself. Mm. I've played with the Ruck. Um, I've played with Luke for three years and um, especially last year, we sort of shared at 50-50. Um, so it's sort of just um, showing Brody that this does work and it is something that um, took us to a premiership in 2021 and hopefully he can jump on board.
1: Is there anything about what you've seen from him so far that has surprised you?
2: Uh, yeah, I, I didn't realise how good he was. Well, I did. I, I, he's been my rival for 10 years, but I didn't realise how good he was in that 10-metre square radius. Um, probably very similar to Nick Nat in that way, that he's just, his repeat efforts is phenomenal. He can have, when we play against each other at training, he can have five or six touches in the space of um, three or four seconds, and I thought I was on top, and then, bang, he's right back on top. So um, that's a serious strength of his. He's quick. He's as quick as our mids. Um, yeah, that's little things you don't sort of pick up on game day no. when you up against him once a
1: year. I'm really – just on that point, I'm really surprised to hear you say that he's that quick because his gait wouldn't suggest that he does move that quickly across the ground.
2: He, well, he's, he, looks, he looks big, and there's an optical illusion with rucks. If they wear their socks up, they look a tad slower. <laughs> um, so I've been wearing my socks down for years.
0: <laughs> Brodie Grunny's going to be on with Jared uh, Waitley after us, so it uh, be good to have, listen to Brods. Just the last one on that one – I've read enough and heard you speak about it. Was there any time at all where you thought, oh, "Hang on, is this is, this, is this actually going to work"? Did you have any doubt?
2: Uh, I mean, I've seen in, in games I've been involved in games where the two rucks doesn't necessarily work. Um, but yeah, no, I've got I've got no hesitation. Like he's a two-time All Australian, two-time best and fairest winner, and uh, best and fairest at Pendles has won twenty of the last twenty. So to be able to win two of them. <laughs> Um, like I'm really excited to have him on. I've, I've, I mean, there'll be there'll be games that doesn't work. That potentially won't work straight up, and then we might be right under the gun. But I think over the due course, I think it'll it'll work.
0: Yeah, set the bar high in the weekend. You kicked five or six, depending on who you want to listen to. So um, it, that's the, that's the standard that the expectation is, which means that between the two of you, you're going to end up with 65 goals apiece or something.
2: <laughs> it was six, but the, I, I I know where the question's coming from. My my third goal was. Um, an advantage play on where the ball was on the goal line. I <laughs> just did a little toe poke over the goal line. It's the easiest goal I've ever, I've ever kicked.
0: Is that the one that bounced uh, off the middle of the post?
2: Yeah, we don't have to get into. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, uh, the form line's been really good from mm. the demons' point of view, which is great. Um, and then it's all about players and that's what the yeah, our audience and Melbourne supporters want to hear about. so the different names that have come through. Uh, Jacob Van Ruen or Royan, not quite sure, I should know how to pronounce his uh, surname has been a bit of a spruker, but he wasn't there on the weekend. What, what What's the expectation for him in the early rounds?
2: Uh, well there's I mean we've got uh, four very um, solid tall forwards um, in Ben Brown, Tom, Jacob, and uh, Josh who's come across. And they're all, they're all in ripping form, I must say. So Jacob was doing a lot of stuff real early on in the pre-season that we were all like, wow, this kid's come back. City's come back, ready to the train, ready to the player. He wants to play round one. He wants to play. He's he's he's, he's ready to be an AFL player. And, and to be fair, he still is. He kept that form going the whole season. But what that does is it lifts the other guys around you at the same time and the level that Tom and Ben have gone to. Um, especially Ben towards the end of last year, probably wasn't in his best form, but he's come back and he there was a space there where we had three scratch matches in a row, sort of leading up to uh, that our game against St. Kilda. It was like a half, then three quarters, then a full game. And and Benny Brown would have kicked thirty goals and fifteen of them were on Stephen May as well. So he's in mm. he's in some serious touch. So Jacob is a good kid. He's gonna be a very good player for the demons for a long time. He's got he's got the Nathan Jones Robbie player number two, It's a great mm. number. Um, but at the moment, he might have to bide his time behind a guy who's going extremely well.
1: You don't know what Ben Brown did with his hair after he shaved it off do you, (laughs) Max. I know somebody that wouldn't mind just borrowing it occasionally.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I, actually, I, I don't know but I have seen there were some suggestions that he should bag it up and sell it um, I hope he hasn't done that
1: Hey uh, the young pl- there's always like a couple of players that might have been around for a couple of years that sort of bob up during a preseason season and uh, signal their arrival at AFL level is there anyone that you've noticed over the preseason might even be one of the first year kids that you're thinking gee this kid is going to uh, be a serious player going to be an AFL player this season
2: uh, yeah, over, over the last two years, we haven't necessarily changed our side a hell of a lot compared to a few other clubs, and um, that means we've got a lot of guys that have been playing um, some good VFL football, one of VFL premiership last, last season, um, and we're just starting to see a couple of them pop in. There's obviously um, Judd McVie, um, who's been playing in the back line, who's, who, who's going head-to-head with Michael Hibbard for that spot. It'll be interesting to see which way the coach goes. Round one, but the one that played on the weekend was um, one of Gary's old teammates' son, um, Taji Wawoden. It's the first time I've sort of seen him against um, real men in an AFL type environment. And he fitted in really well, albeit he was a sub and came on the last quarter, but he fitted in really well. So I'm looking forward to what Taj can bring this year as well.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. Let's see the um, Wawoden name around the mark, which is great. Um, we're speaking to Max Gorn here, who's the the captain of the Melbourne Footy Club, and they're set up for a, a pretty good year. Cosy Pickett is, well, it's just one of those players. We knew what he was capable of as the forward, and from all reports, he spent a lot of time through the midfield group. Yeah, you know, looked a bit fitter. What what is the expectation in terms? I know you're going to rotate many more through the middle, which is, you know, I think it's a great thing as well. What how much of the time will we see Cosy through there? And what is it is it his call to go in when he wants to, or how's it all going to work?
2: Uh, yeah, there's method to the madness. There's um, obviously some guys that look at a lot of numbers at our football club and well, one of the numbers is when Cozzy's in our centre-bounds it tends to go pretty well so um, it's not in there to for any other reason or for an experiment. It's there because when Cozzy's in there we tend to perform extremely well so... We try and get him in there as much as possible. Obviously, um, we've got a pretty good starting three in Clayton, Christian, and Jack, mm. so it can be tough to sort of fit him in with Angus and Harmsey and Tom Sparrow. Also, wanted to get in there, but um, yeah, as much as as much time as we can get him in there um, is good because he he kicks goals for us, he gets goals for us, um, and he helps defend really well. Obviously, he's incredibly quick, so. Um, When we do lose those centre bounces, he can be a pretty handy player as well.
1: Christian Salem too. A lot of people out there, particularly Melbourne fans, want to know how he's tracking.
2: Uh, Yeah, it's a it's a very similar uh, illness to what he had in his first season, um, which Melbourne supporters would know. But uh, we managed to get on top of it a little earlier this time, so it's um, looking a lot better. He's out there running. um, He's almost training, um, so I I dare say that means round one's out of calculation. Mm. But um, he, he he won't be very far from um, that first game. And the wine bar business,
1: how's that going at the moment?
2: Yeah, good. Just opened a second uh, up on Glenferrie Road, right up the top there, called Motor. Oh, yes, yeah, um, very
0: very more, salubrious. Uh, is it? Venue, it is too. My word, it is.
2: A little bit more foodie, that one, um, but no, the the two wine bars are going well. They survived. Um, the hardest pandemic ever to hit the hospitality industry and um, hopefully uh, now, especially March, March seems to be a buzzing time for Melbourne. So hopefully yeah. the Melbournians pop out and check out the hospitality So
1: What do you what do you have to do to get a drink card at uh, one of your places?
2: Uh, yeah, a little bit different to how you would have got drink cards back at Carmel back in the day out there. So um, yeah, we don't just give them out because you're on an AFL list, right uh, uh, What if we just um, drop your no, name at the door? <laughs> If you if you pop down, I'm more than happy to give you a uh, a, a nice glass of shardy. We're
0: about to speak Lovely. to our wine man, Maxi um, George Samios, the most authority voice in wine in this country. What's uh, what's what's selling well? Mm. What, what's the most popular tipple?
2: It, it's funny. It, it places like wine sort of changes. People go everywhere. They go Australia. They go Peninsula. They go Barossa. They go everywhere. But the one thing that stays stable is Burgundy. It just sells.
1: Right. We'll, really? We'll run that past our man. Have you got a favourite Burgundy?
2: Uh, I had a Shardy the other day, which was a Burgundy, um, which was – I mean, I can't tell you the label because I probably had it at around 11 p.m. <laughs> um, but, but it was
1: a Was, was Goody with you at the time? <laughs>
2: Nah, we're banned from having a pot together,
1: apparently. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Shame. Hey, uh, great to talk to you. Uh, Melbourne fans are excited about what lays ahead. Mm. Uh, big day ahead for you at the at the uh, Captain's Day. So good luck with that and good luck with the year ahead. Thanks for joining us. Thanks,
2: boys. See Thanks, right
0: Max. Back. Max Gorn. Uh, Melbourne Membership Day today. Brady Grundy to join Jared Waitley um, in his show today. Mel- uh, membership.melbournefc.com.au.
1: Have you ever thought that uh, Grundy was quick? Have you ever thought that?
0: Uh, no, I wouldn't have said. What did Max say? He's as quick. He, he as, as quick as our midfielders. Yeah, mm. he follows up well. He does. He gets. He can get around the ground yeah. really quickly. Um, someone here said had any doubts. They haven't played together, and I was sort of talking about in the in the process of recruiting. So when you sit, when the football club came to Max and said, "Look, here's Max." His um, Brady Grundy. He said, "What do you think?" That, mm. That's what I'm getting to. When you mm. sit there and self-preservation, a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people go, "Hang on a minute, I'm the 6th time All Australian." Yeah, yeah. But I think it's indicative of the way Max leads and the and the example he set he sets for that footy club.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that. But and also the fact that, as he said, we almost shared 50-50 the ruck with Jackson last year too. Yeah. So he's accustomed to that well, role. Yeah,
0: and famously, Jackson turned the grand final, of the premiership around, and Max was sitting on the. Bench watching it all unfold. Mm, and, and enjoying it too. And may have been told it was time for him to get back on. He might have said, uh, no, I think the young lad's doing the right thing. I'll sit here and enjoy the view. That um, was a good chat. We'll take a break, uh, yeah. Georgie. <laughs> if I don't say so myself. I, I enjoyed just
1: it. Just drinking a little bit of your own bath oh, well, I enjoyed you it.
0: Show your demon spirit. <laughs> I'm showing my demon spirit. Join today. Get six games <laughs> for the price of a three-game membership. Visit membership.melbournefc.com. Are you a member of
1: Essendon? Yes, I am. I want you you to prove it after the break.
3: Sam Edmonds here. Hello boys. Good Hi. to be with you both. Field Marshmallow. Big, huge huge day down at the AFL today. Captain's Day from uh, midday, of course. Oh, not according to Max. Well, what well, nine new captains. CEOs will sit down with the AFL heavy, so will the president. So we will see what nine shakes out of
0: the truth. They they like little kids at they'll be like little kids at school for the first time, oh. not knowing where to go.
1: Yep. It's Brisbane, a... uh, they're flying they've had to charter a jumbo to bring down <laughs> their
0: leadership
3: group. They're coming
0: too. Coming by train.
3: Well, what about Sydney? They're coming down with three cap, but they normally only send the one this morning. Just, they just delegate, of course they do. So uh, we'll bring you those um, with pipe. I think uh, they're up from midday. The boys down at Marvel Stadium. So looking forward to that. Now the microphone's always on, even when you're coaching and you think it's not on. Yeah. What about that? Had the exclusive
0: the audio on breakfast.
3: We I played heard it that twice. with great interest. We can
0: go again if you want.
3: <laughs> 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 I heard that with great interest. Um, oh, well, unfortunate, wasn't it? An IT blunder essentially at the end of the day. Touch base with the Saints early yesterday. They were confident it was only up for a few hours. They've dealt with it internally. Ross did feel the need to speak to the players about it. Though, which is interesting, and they said that was to minimize the distractions from their end as much as possible on the eve of a new season. Ross wanted to get in front of it with the playing group, which was, and we know, you guys know, in coaches' boxes, Tim, you especially yep. now if we had audio of your time in coaching, you, you're harsh with your players behind closed doors. There's some frustration oh, some the heat of the moment. Aren't. Some people are, but. And you wouldn't want that known publicly, well, and it's not, not every for bit, public consumption. Not every bit of it.
1: Uh, look, I'm not particularly tech savvy. Is there any way of being able
3: to see whether or not anybody downloaded it? No. So how this works in-season is the AFL take carriage of the behind-the-goals vision. It's available to all the clubs. It's available to Fox, about 7, the broadcasters yep. when they want to use it. And it goes into a Dropbox, the the shared software um, platform that a lot of us use. called Dropbox. A Dropbox? Yep. And no, I haven't heard that term before. Dropbox, it's a piece of software. So... But in the pre-season, it was put back on the clubs to look after it themselves, given yes. that they're playing at some venues where they've got to rig up their own cameras. Right. and what, For whatever reason, the clubs had to do it. In some of the games, not all the games. Now, St Kilda took courage of their practice match against Essendon for uploading the vision from their point of view. And that they did that fine. But what they didn't realize was that the audio was on and attached to that vision. Ah, so if someone was able to download it, right. and they were, because that's... It did get seen by someone right. else and heard by someone else, hence the reason they called St Kilda and told them, listen, this has been compromised, you might want to sort it out.
0: Do you think, Field, and um, <clears throat> Tim asked me this earlier, would there be a, like if an AFL, say, no, I'm not going to name a club, one of the clubs yep. gets it, yep. realises it's in there, realises the mistake that's been made and said, look, no. this is. I'm not going to open this. I'll, I'll ring St Kilda and say, hey, I've got it, I haven't opened it. We're going to send it back.
1: No
3: chance. No chance?
0: No chance. No chance. No
1: chance. How would you come across it, though? Why would you open it in the first place? Because it it goes behind the goal vision.
3: It goes into a league-wide shared folder. Okay. And clubs download. Okay, so you'd be
1: downloading that
3: behind the goal vision if you were playing St. Kilda. Now, granted. Who plays St. Kilda in round one? Fremantle. Right. Okay. So they go straight to them and say, "Have you got it?" How quick were you on the download? Now, some clubs, I'm told, have it set to auto download. Some clubs have it set to manual download. How organised are your IT department? If you got it within the three or four hour window, it's a great
0: lasso of truth Mm. question. You've got it, Justin Longmuir, Have you Mm. listened to the St Kilda Coaching Box audio? If you're the Mm. sausage gossage today, press conference today, straight up, right between the eyes. Have you or anyone at your club? Listen to the audio from the St Kilda
3: Coaches Box. Now That's to, categorically wrong. I spoke to Simon Lethlein yesterday, and he said they're not going to conduct a witch hunt from their point of view, St Kilda, to ring clubs and sort of appeal to their, I guess, common decency to say if you've downloaded it, delete it. They're not going to do that. They, they haven't heard anything to suggest that any other clubs... Have downloaded it, um, but it's certainly been disseminated and certainly was seen and heard by someone else. So, look, who knows what? It's, will a, it's
0: an inter- It's interesting that it hasn't happened. I, I don't know what sort of impact it would have, but it's a great talking point.
3: Who knows what was I mean, depends yeah. what's said. Depends what said. Tactically it? heavy time of the year, though, isn't it? For clubs, in many cases, it's their first. Some clubs only have yeah. one practice match. So, yeah. but everybody can see what's going on anyway, can't can they can't like, Well, yes,
1: you can. Like those people that watch tape all the time, they they. Slow it down. They freeze the frame. They know who's, yeah. what the setups. are. Accompanied by conversations. It's more. About, it. It's more about the conversation that people might be more intrigued. My experience by. of sitting in coaches'
0: boxes. Have you this, ever
1: been involved in something I'm, like this? I'm not
0: saying this is the case with Ross, but in a practice match, they may have had a much more laid back approach to it. Yeah. My experience of sitting in coaches' boxes is you get the most brutal and honest assessment. You Some, can. sometimes over the top.
1: You can. Did, you, uh,
0: as you well know.
1: Yes. Have you ever been in a situation yourself where you've been privy to the information from another coach's box, Gary? On international duties or not? Yes. Right. Okay. And We. I've told you this story, we had a crossed line. J- Jimmy picked up the
0: audio and mm. it was the Irish coaching box next door.
1: And did you do the right thing and just shut it down completely? I left it to Jim. And what did he do? We
0: listened the whole match.
1: And how did you coach
3: that day? <laughs>
0: Anticipated every move.
3: <laughs> no, we didn't listen to the whole match. We had, we had about fifteen up, minutes. Up, okay. It's like John Buchanan, the old Australian cricket coach. He would deliberately write up a game plan. You know, say it's how to get Baz yep. McCullum out. But he'd address it to, like, Brett Lee. I know how Baz is going on. But he'd deliberately slip it under Baz's door in the hotel. Oh. So that's oh, reverse. reverse. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the game plan, but not really. Hey, it's been a rocky start to life at North Melbourne for Alistair Clarkson. We know that off the field as much as anything. Now, the Roos have welcomed a new chief executive in, in Jen Watt, who sat down with Nicole Livingston, guys, for a podcast called League Leaders. It's a really good chat. Some great insights into the job from Jen, her background, her application professionalism and the the depths that she went to to secure the position at North Melbourne. Now, she's known Todd Viney for nearly two decades now. She doesn't know Alistair Clarkson that well. And as you're about to hear, she discusses the prospect of working with the four-time premiership coach and what that might bring. Clarko is a passionate person yep. who defends his people. Um, his, his sense of protection um, and loyalty is so strong. And our strengths are always our weakness. Um, you know... Senior coaches are all kind of flawed geniuses in yeah. some way, I think. So, Easy professor. And look, I, I don't doubt that we'll come to blows at time and there'll be robust conversations and all of that kind of thing. But um, as long as we've got that foundation of alignment of what we're actually after, mm. that, that's all we can sort of fall back on. So we're going to have our moments, but we're all pushing. We're all, all here for the same reason. We realise that we're on right the Very end.
0: good operator, What? I think it's
3: great. Now, they've had their challenges. Melbourne looking magnificent on the field, but every time I pick up the Herald Sun, Gary, there's stories around the demons, Um, you know, surrounding the departure of the former chairman, Glenn Bartlett. Is this something your footy club uh, should be concerned about?
0: It's all it seems. It's Glenn Bartlett. It's not the demons. And uh, it brings into question Simon Goodwin, as I said last year, week. You know, the club's going okay. They got the VFL premiership, the AFLW premiership and the senior premiership in the last two years. Whatever they're doing, I hope they keep doing it and I hope they build a statue of Simon Goodwin. That's all I'm worried about.
3: Injury update, Jake Stringer admits he's unlikely for round one night now. Dyson Heppel believes he'll be ready. Uh Guelphie, Langford they'll play VFL practice matches Um, This week in a bid to be ready, there'll be a number of players across the competition doing that. Richmond are confident Dion Prestia will face Carlton despite that strained peck. They're optimistic only on Jack Graham and Marlon Pickett. Robbie Tarrant already ruled out. Jaden Short, Richmond say, is unlikely. They've got a key back down there. Tyler Young might be one to keep an eye on there. He might have a big job on the Thursday season opener against the Blues. Um, Fourth test starts today in India, of course, at the biggest stadium in the world. the Red, Red, Red or black? Well, that's the question, isn't it? Waiting Mm. to see if red or black comes up. Um, Pete Lawler described it as Indian pitch roulette. The house, however, is guaranteed to win. Mm. And you're sure about that? He actually says here, there's also suspicions a third one might be being prepared on the sly and could come into play. (laughs) So it could be red, black and pick your colour. Are we going to get over 100,000 people? Yes, I'm not asking you.
1: Ask me because are I know are, the answer to the question. Are we? Yes, because they're making sure that they get over a hundred thousand. How are people? they going to make sure? Because the prime minister or the president well, he? Pri- no, prime yeah. he's Prime Minister Mendry, He's made sure because the stadium is named after him. It's got to be full, and he knows that he will make it full. Yes.
0: And the 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 ground announcer is he? Is he there?
1: I think he is. I think he arrived on a presidential plane last night. And, he, and
0: is he going to introduce the former? Captains of yeah, they're uh, going to India be pre- and the um, and, and the, the legend. legend.
1: Yeah, well, this is how they're going to be presented to the crowd. <laughs> what a sight it will be if they get 130 <laughs> odd
3: oh, thousand. That'll be unbelievable. It will be unbelievable. Yeah, it will be incredible. What hey, about just the a- catering? <laughs> what about
1: the catering?
0: You've got to get a lot of vindaloo in there if oh. that's what they have at the cricket.
3: I will make sure the facilities are sorted out.
1: Don't look at me like that. I'm sure people in India don't just eat vindaloo. Well, I'm sure people in Australia like, uh, what, just
0: don't eat meat pies, but we do at the footy.
1: I know, but they like their chippies, and I'm okay. sure there are other things that okay. they like to eat as well. Okay, a
0: vindaloo and a chip okay. I, and, uh, a, and a beer.
1: Okay, I just wanted to... I don't to, think
0: actually you're not allowed to have alcohol. I it.
1: just wanted to broaden the cuisine. What about That's a naan? On offer there like a
3: like a naan bread? Pardon? Naan bread? Yeah, I love naan. Yeah, I, I do,
1: beautiful. I do. Uh, just, just going back to... Um, Uh, Geelong and their injury and uh, Mitch Duncan. He's been sent across to Adelaide. Why why have they sent him to Adelaide?
3: Yeah, we spoke about this yesterday. So he's coming back from that calf. He's had it for a month. So physically he's making good progress. It's a mental change as much as anything. So they've got Dr. Steve Saunders over there, who's a renowned physio based in Adelaide. He's the cat's consultant medically. Mm. And he's got a set up over there. So it's just about Mitch Duncan getting away for only three or four days, max, for a change of scene, single focus, continue your recovery, and then come back.
0: Concerns no, I think not? he's
3: tracking well. He probably won't play round one, I'm told, but certainly not long thereafter. And if you rewind 12 months ago, he missed round one with a calf, played pretty much the remainder of the season on route to a premiership. So. Yeah. Fiori, I'm
0: not sure if there's the same bloke who keeps texting... Um, But he's that confident that Sam Walsh is going to play round one
3: Yeah, the sightings of Sam Walsh Mm. down there have been like Elvis sightings Unbelievable What
0: what say you, who's well connected?
3: Well, I thought, I've seen so many messages and tweets and calls and texts saying he's in full training So I called the club the other day and said, no, it's absolutely not the case He hasn't been in full training, but he is tracking well The the timeline hasn't changed, a return to full training, Carlton, within the first fortnight of the season So
0: no chance round one?
3: No, I'm told no chance round one by people at Carlton But hey, unless there's a miracle, a late one Uh, He might, but that's not what I'm hearing uh, from the club. Uh, More Champions League uh, action today, uh, by the way, too, Gary. It is uh, Tottenham against uh, AC Milan, which is a massive game.
0: Tottenham, that's my side.
3: Is it? Yes. That's your side? Yes. Okay, well, second leg of that one. Uh, Nil-nil last time I checked, but my... Computers just frozen. Here's a little
1: bit of homework for you too, because I just saw this come up on my phone yesterday. Uh, Buddy has done a cover shot for Men's Health magazine, and I believe there's an interview in there as well. Can you just have a look? I couldn't open the page because you've got to be a subscriber. I haven't been able to read the interview, but I know there's been a lot lot of people that have been putting requests in to get a Buddy interview this preseason in the football world that haven't been able to secure one. So I just wonder what it is that he may have said in the Men's Health magazine.
3: So you want me to subscribe?
1: Well, I'll go and buy the magazine, have a read, yeah. and then come back and report oh. on it. Right, I'll, I'll make
3: sure I do that. The other Champions League games: Bayern Munich, uh, PSG, Paris Saint Germain. Great so photo, one as well. Great photo. He's it on the cover.
1: Good. He's on the cover. Ripped of men's health. No, he looks great. He hasn't. No, he hasn't got his top off. He's got his shirt on and a pair of trousers on, but uh, he
3: looks in great health. Hmm. Big Very golf cool. this weekend too. Players' championship. Oh. Starts tonight. Going to be massive. TPC Sawgrass. say, just by the way, Huge. just quickly before I let you go, we get a lot of people texting in about the World Test Championship points and scenarios. Very confusing. Australia's mm. already there at the Oval for the final. It's as simple as this. If India draw or lose this test, Sri Lanka can take their spot if they sweep New Zealand 2-0. Anything less than that for Sri Lanka, they don't make it. India, um, a win, they're guaranteed, and a draw, they might make it. Playing against Australia. The exactly. At the Oval. Uh, in the UK, World Test Championship.
1: Would that be incentive for them,
3: Gary?
0: Oh, India would love to be oh, yeah. the, test, the World Test Championship. Gary, not you. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> He's our
1: cricket Absolutely. expert. You're not our cricket
3: expert. <laughs> Gary's our cricket
1: expert. He reminds me all the time. <laughs>
3: Wisp, that's you're my domain.
0: You going off to the captain's day?
3: I will, and we'll get in touch with uh, some of the captains for Dwayne Russell. Bit of midday madness tonight.
0: Oh, cool, and you yeah, get in with the midday madness. Uh, right. Who just anyone for field that you would say, righto? When you get in there with your little oh. com- with your little microphone, make what? a
1: beeline for for one of the new captains. Who I'm very who's your priority? I'm very interested. I think. H- Harris Andrews, if he's coming down, is Harris he coming Andrews. down with uh, Lockie Neal? Well, I, don't I don't know who Brisbane have Everyone at the close. day
0: you want him to prioritise Harris Andrews.
1: Yeah, well, I think he's sort of less probably um, versed in this area. He might drop something that others <laughs> well, don't try
0: try and trick Harris into saying something. That's he? exactly what I'm going. <laughs> <getting. laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm right. trying to
3: help the young bloke. I'm trying to put, cut one from the herd down there and. really well,
0: What's going on? Or or, or you could do that. Um, (laughs) Whatever you want to do at Captain's Day. What was that acronym?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I I think we better take a
0: break.